Yeah, we're going to set it straight, this Watergate something something. Uh, it's the latest episode of the Integrateness Podcast with Jason and Jolene. I'm Jason. I'm Jolene. And we're talking self-sabotage. You know what my favorite part of that music video is? Yes, what? back when we used to be able to watch them on Much Music. Uh, it's when they're running away from the hotel or whatever and they jump into the pool and the dude's wig falls off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. I loved that video. So funny. Videos were so good. Right? They I really were. I think people do it on YouTube and stuff now. Like they'll watch them on there. But I'm like, no, I used to put my ghetto blocks up at the speaker of the TV at like 4.30 on a Friday and record the countdown. Yeah, yeah. And there was, there was a show always like video hits that was yeah. on at like 3 o'clock every day. So I'd get home from school, 2.45, 2.50, and I'd watch it from like 3 to 3.30. Right? Yeah. And if your favorite video came on, oh, excitement. Yeah. And if you were in the bathroom... You were pissed. Yes. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so funny. I tried. So sabotaging. We kind of segued into this a little bit last episode in terms of like when we're fighting ourselves and when we are actually just getting in our own way. And it doesn't make sense. It's very counterintuitive, but it does make sense when we look at the risk associated with like going all in, you know, like your wig could fall off when you go for that dive. You could totally. <laughs> and I know that was something I did a lot back in the day in terms of, I was one of those like fear of commitment slash fear of success people. Mm -hmm. So I'd have these brilliant ideas, right? And then it would be the day to do, to, to enact that idea. And I would, something would happen. I would, I would just, I'd sometimes literally not even show up. Yeah. Is that... So when you say fear of success, is that different than fear of failure for you? I think, yeah, like I, I think it is because I think because being successful leads to that commitment thing, which is also afraid of because if you fail, I wasn't scared of failing because if, if, if I sucked, then I didn't have to do it anymore. Game over. Game over, right? But if you're successful, then you're in. You have to be in for however long your project is, or you have to get it to completion. Like the, the scariest stuff with, especially the first book that Peter and I wrote mm. was what if no one likes it and no one buys it? Right. Cause you've put all this time and effort at first you had to start the book and then it took like months to do the interviews and then to write it. And then you got the publishing deal and then it comes out. Was this dying light? No, this was the first one. It was Peter's story. Uh, one go. man's journey into the paranormal. Go, go look at them. Go yeah. look at them guys. Um, by the time it got to Dying Light, it was kind of like, well, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that was a good book. Was I, was a good in book. That, I was in that book. Yeah, Jolene was. That's how Jolene and I met, actually. Yeah. Yes. That was the start of all of this, all right? All of this Trust from one the, simple thing. Right? Trust the process. I love that. Yeah. And even then, if you want to go back, Alicia and I, she gave you my name. Yes. Did she not? And her and I did our EMDR training together. There like, you go, right? The, the tiniest little things that align things, right? I love it. Um, and it's funny because when I used to pick my kids up at the bus, I, um, I would always see Griffin and I never knew Griffin was Griffin, but I always would notice him walking. I was like, Oh, look at that kid. He's so cute. Like, oh, yeah, you know, you. How you just like notice yep. kids. Yeah. He was a kid that I noticed and then later connected to, Oh, that's your son. Yeah. It's funny. So again, those are little soul foreshadows of the things that are meant for you, but we will often get in the way of that, especially if there are things that, again, require us to succeed or they can bring failure or they may require us to make changes we don't want to make, right? Um, really have a look at that. I get down to the root cause, stuckness, stuckness in your life, where you feel stuck. I promise you there is something sabotaging your movement and that could be intentional or unintentional. 
And I love going to these places with my clients because we do such a good job of protecting ourselves and our decisions and our perception of self, uh, as well as how others perceive us. But we truly can gaslight and blind, like we have more blind spots than anyone else, right? Like mm-hmm. we are blind spots. They are fucking dark. <laughs> And when you can help someone see their blind spot, they go, are you kidding me? Like, I, I, hi, it's me. I have a problem. It's me. Right? Yeah. yeah. That moment right there. Motherfucker. But it is so freeing and so empowering to catch yourself in that loop and be like, okay, I'm not going to shame myself out of it. I'm not going to be embarrassed out of it. I don't even need to out myself. I can acknowledge it right now and move forward. It's like when a kid pees their pants, you don't need to tell everyone else. You just go quickly change their pants. They're going to make a different choice next time that they should have got off the playground or whatever, or like even an adult, (laughs) (laughs) right? Like we don't need to out all of those things. You don't have to tell other people those bits, but you need to be honest with yourself about it and choose different because everything, again, going back to that balance episode, everything is seeking balance, right? And when we are at a mental level, at a planning level, family and career and whatever that be, if we got all the blueprints in place and we're not putting something into action, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And you can plan. A lot of people think that planning, if you plan really well, it's going to happen. No, because you can plan. And then when it comes to day one to do it, you need to show up. Yes. In some way, shape, or form. Totally. And this is where um, people who do a lot of self-help stuff, so if you are only listening to our podcast and thinking that that's healing, it's a version of it. But really what our podcasts do is they help you create the blueprint. So you might be able to build a house based on this blueprint. You got everything down, dialed into the last piece of tile, and you could even have the entire budget for it, know exactly how much it's going to cost. But you ain't got nothing to sleep in at the end of the night. Because you have not poured foundation, put up a two by four. You haven't done anything with it. That is the difference between knowing the things that we need to heal and actually integrating it into our system. There is a blueprint and then there's an actual construction site, right? And we are a bit of a combination of both, but we're definitely more in the blueprint area of things. And then you can get into the nitty gritty. You can come up with a nutrition plan, but until you have that food in the fridge and then in your body, like it can be in the fridge, but not in your body, right? So it's like, you've got this like plan and you know, what is getting in the way of that? Well, maybe you're not prepping your food so you don't have quick, easy food to prep or you haven't set time aside for that. What is preventing you from doing that, right? Or if you have to write a book, you might have everything there and it's like, how come you haven't written it yet? What's preventing you from doing that? Well, I, everything, my, my kid needs this from me and I didn't have time for this and that. I haven't prioritized time to sit down and write it. Yeah. That's the form of sabotage that's in there, right? Well, it's, it's, that's totally it. It's it's the, the showing up yeah. thing. Like our, our seafood would always say, especially if you wanted to be a competitive fighter, anyone can do it. Mm-hmm. You just got to ask yourself how much you want it. Yeah. Are you willing to make it the priority in these moments? Or uh, you know what I mean? Or take the time, if, even if it's like 9.30 at night am I to willing, do the training. Yeah. Am I willing to sit through the discomfort? Yeah. Most hard work fucking hurts. Oh, it hurts a lot. Mentally or sacrifice. I remember doing my master's, right? It it's it, it was a time sacrifice for me. I didn't get to choose my evenings, right? So I would go to work and work all day. And then I would go to my office at home after dinner and stay there till 930. But I did that 
worked hard all week so that most of my weekends I could take off entirely yeah. unless I had a paper due and things like that. Right. So there was a lot of social sacrifice for me at a time when I was really social and I was able to be because I didn't know kids. Um, but that was also when I was quite extroverted, there was cool shit going on in my life. Right. Like, um, so looking at some of those things of like, where, where's the sacrifice and the pain. And sometimes that's what we're getting in the way of. Right. And when we talked about previous episodes where, um, you know, like people who are like, oh, it's easy for me to lose 10 pounds or I can go back to that sport. No problem. And then all of a sudden they're delaying it and they're delaying it and they're delaying it. Well, yeah, there is a bit of sabotage in there. Like you're fighting yourself to do that because you probably don't have the same capacity you had before and it's going to be different and you're going to have to integrate the Uncle Rico moment of I'm not the football player I used to be, right? (laughs) Uncle Rico. Yeah, (laughs) right? Like you'll be fucking selling Tupperware out of your van soon. I did sell Tupperware for a a lot of years, guys. (laughs) Did you really? Yeah, I scored a free trip out of it and it kept me nicely distracted from motherhood and all of the demands in those areas. It made me feel productive, made my life easier. I organized my meals better and it kept me from going to bed and sharing a bed in an unhappy marriage because I'd go to bed at midnight or one to run a side gig. But anyways, I did not, I did have a van actually. I had a Dodge Caravan. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Me and Uncle Rico were not so different. (laughs) Side note. But those were also things. So if we want to talk about sabotage, that took me away from my marriage. So that was helpful for me in my personal growth. I see where I learned. Like I've always had side gigs since I was 18. Um, but the business aspect of that, I rolled into my my counseling business from a marketing standpoint. I made lots of connections. People legitimized me because they knew what I did on the side, but then they also, I could connect with people, I could socialize and I could justify it because it was work, right? Yeah. So to go out and visit with a bunch of women running a party, I wouldn't allow myself social time with three kids to do that, but I did it as a business and I got a free trip out of it and a really good connection um, with other women uh, and like-minded, like personal growth stuff too. But that sacrificed time and attention in my relationship at a time when we could have invested in ourselves or not. And we both chose not to at that time and do other things. Right. Um, But looking at that, there is always some gain and sacrifice. Right. That's interesting. I think so much of life is kind of that. It also comes down to the balance. It's the weighing of what's, you know what I mean? Like, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm going to put this time and energy and it's going to hurt and it's going to suck. But it's going to benefit me in the end. But okay, how's that affecting other components yeah. of your life, right? Yeah. And I don't go back and regret any of that. I don't do the what if and like, oh, well, you know, if I wasn't doing that, what I invested, I trust that I did everything I needed to in those times to lead me where I was going. And that was that because I also dropped it very abruptly after we physically separated. Uh, and I was like, I don't want to do this up in the middle of the night. I want to go to my bedroom and I set up my safe space. I didn't sleep, but I set up my safe space. I would meditate. I would journal and I embarked on my spiritual practice in that time. So it was also disconnecting me from myself, um, you know, because I was busy. Right. So I reclaimed that when I dropped it because it just like eased its way out of my life. It presented itself lots when I needed it. And then the demand for it wasn't there. My customers weren't reaching out. I didn't have a desire for it. And I chose not to do it because I chose to take me time instead, which was profound for me at that time. Right. So I realized it was sabotaging my attempts at creating this new peace in my life. Interesting. Yeah. So then I knew to drop it. 
which speaks to some things only are supposed to be around for so long. And it's being able to understand that. You can't go back yeah, and I've, do things again. I've really right? embraced that because I moved up pretty quickly and I earned and achieved a lot of things. And it was like this big blast of success. But then once that dropped, I was like, I shouldn't have to fight for this. Right? That mm-hmm. whole resistance and flow thing. I was starting to fight for it that I was like, no, it's not. And I even got teased a period of time to like re-sign up once I realized my account had expired. There was a big order. I ended up just giving it to my friend because I was like, I don't I don't want to step back into that. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I had It was a weird one to, to juggle with though because there was a lot of free stuff I could have earned and given, you know, and I was like, nope, she can have it. She's already in it still. I don't want to go back to it. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. It was cool. That is very cool. Yeah. Um, so there's all of those kind of pieces. Like, where are you sabotaging yourself? Like, where's your physical health sabotaging you? Where are relationships? So that's friendship, colleagues, associations of whatever sort. Where are they sabotaging you? Um, where are you sabotaging yourself by participating in them? Right? Like gossipy friendships are, are one of those things for a lot of women, right? Like, yeah. yeah. And, and as you start to connect more with yourself, those start to peel away because they are, again, no longer fulfilling. They steal from a sense of peace and connectedness, I think, that we finally cultivate with ourselves. I found that a lot when I worked. I'd get caught up in those mm-hmm. office dramas and stuff like that. And it wasn't until kind of leaving the regular workforce and doing my own thing, which I think is then I finally got to the point where I stopped doing a lot of mm-hmm. sabotage. And now I, I just I'm so picky choosy about how I spend my time and who with. Yep. I've avoided a lot of that. But you're right. It's kind of once you've done the work on yourself that you can see where where you are sabotaging yourself and where you are being sabotaged. Yeah. And I, I talk about that as in like stealing currency. Mm-hmm. Stealing. Because I, I get really offended if someone would were to steal from me. Yeah. Because I want to create that internal conflict, right? So sabotaging, we kind of get used to because it's like, especially if we have any cognitions of like, see, I fucking knew it. Right. Nothing good. The minute something good is in my life, something will come along and steal it. Right. And that'll feed that negative cognition. But typically from a moralistic point of view, we don't like to be stolen from and we will become protective of that. So I often talk about the sabotages and like, what is that stealing from you? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then people will kind of fight for that a little bit. Is it stealing your peace? Is it stealing um, sense of connectedness? Is it stealing trust? Right. Is it stealing respect? Like what, what is it stealing from you? And it could, it could be money, right? Like it could be money, energy, it could be money energy, and energy, time, mm-hmm. your time, um, your sense of self-worth. Totally. And it right? could, it could be stealing connection with others, right? Like some of my, I'm trying to think of like what some of my classic sabotage uh, patterns are is I, I can push people away when I need them the most, right? Mm-hmm. Like ask my mom, hi mom. <laughs> um, my mom listens loyally. Uh, I'm like one of those people, like I'm such an affectionate person, but like at a time when I need a hug, I am like a rigid board. And I remember my mom would just grab me. She knew I needed a hug and I just fucking stand there. And I was like, and then finally give in. I've got a couple kids that are like, that. I'm like, (laughs) Oh damn it. But that's my sabotage. I would actually resist the mere thing I needed the most. And I see that so much in my therapy office, right? The mere thing that we need the most is the thing we're pushing the farthest away from ourselves. Yeah. 
And I've let my partner know that too, right? I'm like, mm, I think this is one of those moments I'm doing that thing. So this is a thing I do, right? Yeah. Because he he will become like avoidant in some of those times. And I'm like, fuck, that's not what I want, right? I don't actually want that outcome. So I have to out myself, right? And then he listens to this shit to figure me out too. So I got to be honest here. And then he gets the insider scoop, right? There you go. <laughs> just, just, dude, keep listening. So transparent, <laughs> right? <laughs> Mine is in... um. Because I like, we talked about this in the balance one. I, I'm an introvert. So what I need is space and peace. But I overbook mm-hmm. or I plan too much. And then I hate breaking those plans. Mm-hmm. And then I run myself into the ground doing too much. And then I become too overstimulated. And I don't have the time to kind of just let everything settle. And then I'm trying to, you know, interact with my family. Mm-hmm. Like the fight with my wife that I talked about a couple episodes ago. Her last episode came after being out down at the coast for a week and staying with people. So over, like mm-hmm. we were busy the whole time and there was no like space to myself. Yeah. And so by the end of it, I was just fried. And that led to, it was good in the end because we actually hashed some stuff out. But that's just sabotaging. Instead of like the one day I should have just been like, you guys go out. I'm just going to stay here. Mm-hmm. quietly by myself is what I should have done yeah but that's right? also a thing too right because it wasn't an intentional sabotage you're also we are presented with times that we need to maximize yep. and you don't get to see them very often was it family and stuff yeah it was yeah, family your stuff, birth right? family yeah yeah no it was, it was, or, it was aunts and uncles that I hadn't okay. seen as part of the adoptive we hadn't seen each other in four years okay so then you're like I need to maximize these six days. Like I don't have this every couple mm-hmm. of weeks. So we do force ourselves through that. And then we pay the price. That's right. right? It's like the binge drink. It's like the um, exotic, you know, meal out or whatever. Like sometimes we don't always have those opportunities in our lives. So we overindulge in them. Right. Yeah. Um, and that is a conscious choice, but it comes with a downfall. And I think it's especially for certain people, say, if you're like myself, you need to be aware that somewhere in there, even though you're maximizing your time, yeah. you still need like even an hour just to reset yourself, right? Intentionally. Yeah. I'm taking this hour to do this to cope with the next, but sometimes we just keep rolling into yeah. the next one. And I think that happened to a lot of people this summer. We talked about having a lot of full and satisfying summers and people were like, but I'm so fucking busy and no one was ready for school when it came back. <laughs> but they were also like begging for their alone time, right? Yeah. And it was like, yeah, there was nowhere to like really calibrate some of that. And I just kept telling myself, this is short lived. It's just summer. It will end. But it took like up until like a couple days ago, only because I know I'm going on this trip. It took until a couple days ago um, to really settle in. So right now when we're recording, it's, it's, what is it? <laughs> Beginning October. of October. Yeah, yeah, Beginning October. of October. I don't even know what fucking day it is, guys. Um, <laughs> but essentially, like, it took a while into that back to school bit. And, I, and I, I know a lot of people were feeling that as well. But sometimes telling yourself, like, it's just for a short time. It's short-term pain for long-term gain. And the minute you empower yourself with the decision, I'm overriding my usual balance technique mm-hmm. of introversion, outroversion, um, extroversion, outroversion. I like outroversion too. <laughs> That's a too. pretty good one. Yeah. <laughs> um, as long as you intentionally override that, almost yeah. like a software program, like, oh, we're going to allow this one to be ex- an exception to like the rule. Hack. Hack the system. Then we store that so differently in our body. We don't store it as resentment. It will change the outcome, right? Mm-hmm. But when we are going on an old rule system, we're breaking our own rules all the time and creating that cognitive dissonance. You have to override the rule in, in your mind first. Right. 
Yeah. Does yeah, that make sense? It does. It does. Yeah. And that's where that little sabotage piece will come in is when we are like overriding, um, unint- like, uh, like subconsciously. Yeah. Without, without being rules. conscious of what we're doing. Yeah. 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 And that's where we have blind spots. That is where we really have often like talked ourselves into it and justified and then created balance and excuses. Mm -hmm. Like we will, we will create so many fucking excuses for the one thing we need to do. Right. When everyone around us is like, why would you take that task on? Right. Like that's ridiculous. And you're like, because I've got this Jenga tower. And if I move this one here and put that one there, I know exactly where, right. And we're all doing this to a certain degree. Mm -hmm. Right. And then sometimes you realize, like, I should have just let the tower fall. Yep. Or, or I shouldn't I have should... put that piece in. Absolutely. Right? right? And it's like, what is driving the sabotage? Is it a fear? Is it a resistance of? Or, and this is, like, so real for many people, is it a desire or pursuit of typically unhealthy things? Yeah. Okay. So we're talking addiction here. Um, and that can be substance addiction or behavioral addiction. So that can be shopping, pornography. Um, it can be uh, like drugs and alcohol and substance related, prescription medication, whatever that looks like. Um, for some people, uh, it can be spirituality. It can be, I, I mean, I don't even really know about religion, but I know a lot of people who will run away from the physical world and live in a state of meditation Mm -hmm. and disconnection and what they call inner peace but it's also a way of not producing on the outside sometimes and they'll go inward too long or you know yep just the just like we will avoid going inward by staying outward so much so busy focused so work focused will sabotage our inner journey by over functioning there sometimes people can sabotage their outward journey by spending so much time inside that like, yeah, they end up not having financial security, not having housing security or certain things that they, you know, need to balance in, in their life to, to continue in, you know. Well, it it does something up here too. Mm -hmm. If you don't interact enough with other people Mm -hmm. too much, it's like cabin fever. It can drive you nuts. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, there's a time and place for that isolation and seeking clarity and turning off, you know, things that, shift us away from what our focus is and That's distract us week. all those things what are you doing next I'm week going doing my solo trip into the woods you're going on a solo trip and into i'm going to fucking vegas you guys complete <laughs> talk opposite. about complete yeah, opposite look at this right <laughs> yeah but even then like i was like i should have done this kind of a trip in my early 20s i'm yeah instead of but the voice of reason is in my head now so it's safer for me to do it now but yeah uh i definitely am like uh four women in a hotel room 15 women in general Jesus. and i know i'm like oh part of me is just like <laughs> am i gonna find the pool or am i just gonna f- i don't know who knows what i will find but there's all different versions of me that will come out too right like this mom version of me won't be there needing as much of that mm-hmm. isolated time right if i'm the only mouth i'm feeding and the only decision i need to make for myself i have a full gas tank at that point right Yeah. So again, like sabotage in different areas, right? And looking at like, how do we, going back to that balance episode, how do we balance the things that we're working towards the things like, what do we do with the fear of of how we're moving there? Um, Are we ready for what we're going to receive? So piggybacking onto your um, uh, success, the fear of success, like, are we ready for what this is going to bring in? I sure wasn't back then. Yeah. That's why I was doing it. And it started, everything started coming to place when I was. Mm-hmm. I had to go through a certain life experiences and do a certain amount of work on myself to get to the point where it's like, 
yeah, okay, I can handle it. If this works, I can handle it now. Yeah, and people will do that when they start coming to therapy for certain things and then they realize that they're embarking on a healing journey themselves that is then going to change the decisions that they're making in their life. Sometimes it changes where they work, the people they're in relationship with, friendships they have, where they live. They realize in order to come into alignment and connection with themselves, some of those things need to change. They may sacrifice and sabotage their healing journey because they're not ready for those things yet. And that's okay, guys. Trust your timing. Trust your timing, right? It'll work when it's supposed to work. Exactly. And sometimes you'll be forced into it with like catastrophic change job being like so many things right and it's like oh fuck i am like down the gauntlet and i got no say over this i just got to go with it so you know that will be a you'll know it's your time (laughs) you will know that was me at the paper i wanted to leave for years and then they closed it and everyone else is bummed out in my head i'm like woohoo right (laughs) like i'm out i'm out yeah oh my god yeah because sometimes the universe will just come along and be like fuck you you're You're not making the decision poof right and i'm kicking the santa across the room right now (laughs) that felt so good too oh my god (laughs) (laughs) not only was i venting my frustration but i was actually kicking santa claus yeah so good yeah the mythical lie (laughs) get this bullshit out of here you guys force this upon me and then you want me to clean that shit up yeah go fuck yourselves right yeah yeah that was symbolic in so many ways it was yeah brilliant (laughs) (laughs) so looking at that so people will do that um they will sometimes sabotage in terms of like success and promotions for things because now like or you know um i've seen kids do this in their sports right Mm -hmm. sabotage their body will sabotage them in different ways preventing them from moving forward because there's so much pressure there's so much pressure and they don't want to tell their parents they don't want to do it i actually work with a handful And, um, yeah, they're happy when some of those physical sabotages come in because they're not in it the same way they were before. There's too much pressure or too much demand on them and they're not enjoying it the same way. Right. So where does sabotage show up for you and what is it like, how is it serving you really? Right. Does it prevent you from getting closer to people, from having to truly go deeper into relationship with people and be seen that happens so much in relationships, Um, new relationships or relationships where one partner wants to go deeper or is a healthier version that is terrifying right so there is going to be form of sabotage and I think any person who's in an aware relationship can see where both parties will do that they will go to their main coping skill usually it's an inner child protector mechanism and they freak out right Mm -hmm. they freak out and they will like they'll dump somebody or they will push somebody away or they will dive in and become too much almost yeah. and overwhelming, right? Like there's different ways sabotage shows up for us in all of these kind of places, right? And look at close friendships too, right? Because a lot of those things come out in patterns with close friendships, right? Totally, totally. Like I was mentioning with my friend of mm-hmm. 38 years. Codependency, yeah, co- yeah. that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. 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 And we... Um, we will societally make that okay, right? Another way that there's, you know, sabotage is like, how do we take really um, vulnerable populations and and play on that? You know, right now I'm, I'm actually just thinking about what Europeans did to indigenous mm-hmm. culture and like, here's some booze for some, you know, Blankets. booze and white flour, right? Yeah. Like here, let's nourish you for the things that will keep us alive here, right? Those are forms of sabotage, giving people things that um, are actually going to become their own demise, right? 
Um, so looking at that for yourself, what is it like social media, digital um, entertainment right oh. now is a huge sabotager of our success, our focus, our mental discipline. We are diluting individuals' power. We talked about this last season yeah. in that digital era one of like what's happening societally and how we can dilute someone away from their personal power by keeping them distracted. Well, that's all it's about. Even my son mm-hmm. this morning was bemoaning the fact we're not letting him have a TikTok account. Oh, yeah. And it's like, well, no, because there's actually, I said to him, there's no value to it yeah, at all. Yeah. You don't need it. I know. There's no need behind it. But so many people are just hooked on it. Well, uh, yeah, I don't do the TikTok. My kids somehow, this is, I am not technologically wise enough for some of this stuff, but they have tablets with like pretty basic things. Mm -hmm. And yeah, he was able to to start his own TikTok account with the Google thing. It automatically creates it. And I was like, come on. So I went in and made it private. Him and his sister make some videos. They're kind of lame to be honest. We did make a funny one the other day you know where you draw the eyes on their chin and hang them upside down and then their mouths are upside down and you cover their face and talk i did that with my girls yesterday (laughs) it was really funny but yeah that is a world that scares the crap out of me and i was a dead set no 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 and then i was like i couldn't stop this from happening oh it's it's crazy because i also don't have the time to go and sort this out on all three of their tablets right but yeah looking at how distracted we keep ourselves how distracted the world keeps us and how that sabotages the things we're working towards. For me, sleep. Things sabotage my sleep all of mm-hmm. the time. And, you know, that is like, if there's one thing I want to discipline myself on, the most you guys know, it's like nutritional stuff and sleep for me, right? And I know nutritionally it would be so much easier if my sleep was in check, right? Oh, it's a, it's a catch-22. <clears throat> if one's fucked, the other's fucked. Yeah, totally. Right? If you don't exercise enough, you don't sleep very well. But if you're not sleeping well, you're not exercising. And then the nutrition falls apart because, you like we talked about last episode, you're loading yourself totally. with caffeine yeah. or sugar. Anyways sabotage how do you sabotage yourselves people Mm -hmm. we've been wanting you to leave your tips and comments in the comments (laughs) and we'll talk about it all on on the air down the road yeah and where are you actively choosing not to do that stuff now that we've mentioned it gently called you out on it Mm -hmm. you have admitted it to yourself what has shifted for you? And you can personally message us that one or yep. you can out yourself. But really, like, I love the conversations that come from this and the aha moments of, like, I know a couple times while we talked today, you looked around and you were like, I hope no one fucking heard that. <laughs> That's me in a nutshell. Right? right. And we'll often proudly wear it. Right. Like the wine drinking mom at the end of the day, all of those things like that shit is not helping. It is not helping. It is making you a basket case the next day and it is stealing the last bit of fucking awesomeness that you have. And if you must have a wine, one wine. No. Just one, not a bottle. Yeah, but and it's a whole cultural thing. I'm like, you know what? Fuck the wine and go give yourself an orgasm. (laughs) Ten times more benefit and it's way cheaper. Seriously. So there you go. Stop sabotaging yourself and start giving yourself life force. That's my lesson for you. There you go. So you guys know I don't drink wine at night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't top that. Okay, so we'll be back next week to hear all about Jolene's trip and uh, talk about something else on your next favorite episode of the Integrateness Podcast. Until then, I'm Jason. I'm Jolene. Be cool. Mm-hmm.